Yeah, I think it's tough because I think the more likely thing is that other companies are going to just adopt some of the features that Snagit has and put it into their feature set. Like, I don't think it's that hard to create this like sequence number markup or to just make it really easy to like build a workflow out of screenshots. Hey guys, welcome to Product Explained, a show where we talk about products and the company's history and strategy behind them. I'm your first host, Jeff Lee. And I'm your co-host, Mike Alcazarin. Jeff, are you like me and way, way too particular about productivity tools on your computer? Yeah, I feel like I'm constantly searching for like the ultimate productivity tool, but I know it doesn't exist and I'm always just going to try to look for the next the best thing anyway. So I just get um, all my productivity tips from you <laughs> like and, yeah, and see what works. I'm, I'm not that productive. Uh, I spend time just thinking about productivity, which wastes time. It's counterintuitive. Today's show, we're talking about Snagit, which is a screen capturing tool. Yeah, so I'm trying to going to try to sex this up as much as I can today. But I actually <laughs> absolutely love this tool. So it's this really cool widget for your PC. I think they have a Mac version. Jeff, do you know if they have a Mac version? Actually, is that sidebar? Um, I'm not sure. I don't have it on my Mac, my work computer Mac, but I've only used it on PC. Interesting. So they um, might. Yeah. Well, so anyways, like if you've ever, so like, let me, let me just kind of back up to like what it solves. So like what it does is it lets you take screenshots of your computer, which doesn't sound super innovative, but if you've ever been on a PC or even a Mac, when you take a screenshot, you get the whole screen, which is kind of ridiculous. I don't know if they, it's, this is different on like Mac OS and just cause I am a PC user, but I always like, I'm super frustrated that I have to like, you know, clip the whole screen after I press the print screen button on my keyboard and then open up MS Paint and then like cut exactly what I want to. What Snagit does is it lets you skip all of that. So it replaces your print screen button and then this tool allows you to select exactly what you want to take from the screen. Mm -hmm. And you can either take a still image, a panoramic image, or a mini video recording of that section of that screen. That is super key to me, especially the panoramic image. So if you ever wanted to capture like a whole website, for example, and I've done this for like mock-ups, like, so in my job, like I'm constantly coming up with like, you know, ways to look at the user experience. So I'll take a screenshot of a website and then using Snagit, I'll actually, I can start a panoramic screen recording and it'll record the entire screen. And so I'll be able to scroll down and get the whole image instead of cutting oh, a bunch nice. of things, yeah. different things together. It's a little quality of life. It's a little quality of life thing that is just so, so key for me to, you know, have in my daily workflows. One of my favorite things about this as well is, and I've, I've kind of, I think I've blown like different, you know, folks that I work with their minds because they are so used to taking so long to take a screenshot of something that I'll be able to just quickly snip something. And then once you save or take your, your screenshot in Snagit, there's actually, it opens up a Snagit editor. So you can put all sorts of like text over this. You can put arrows, mm -hmm. you can put, you know, stamps and shapes and call outs. And I can put this whole kind of like redlined like thing together to really convey like what I'm trying to say. I think pre-COVID it was like not as valuable because you would just like say like, hey, like, let's just go to the whiteboard and I'll show you exactly what I mean. But yeah. now with like Snagit and COVID, like I've been using it pretty much like, you know, probably a couple times a day where I'm just like you know, taking a screenshot and saying and, po and pointing to something and saying, this is what needs to move or trying to like <laughs> articulate via visuals of what this is. So, but Jeff, you use Snagit, right? So like, do you still use Snagit or? 
I don't use um, Snagit anymore. And I think that's mostly because I, my work laptop is a Mac and I used to use PC. And Mac has a, a couple different like built-in screenshot options. But to your point, like there's no like immediate workflow to like mark up those screenshots, which is something that Snagit does really, really well. And what oftentimes you have to do is you have to reopen that in another editing software and then go and like pick an arrow and drag and drop an arrow and pick a whatever. Every, like Snagit's just always been a lot quicker to do markups. And yeah, I haven't really used it as much. I should start using it again, actually. Yeah, no, totally. It, it's super handy, especially for like sharing with like user experience folks or like even mm-hmm. just leadership. It's like a, a giant red arrow over like a user flow to say, you know, to point. <laughs> this is like what I actually yeah. mean is so powerful in, in, in communicating. I also love, you know, some of my favorite things about this, about Snagit is how particular you can get. So, you know, even when you take a screenshot, so like I'll press like the screenshot button right now. So I apologize for the clicks. If you leave your mouse completely still, it actually zooms in on the crosshairs. So I wish we could show like our audience here, but just imagine. Like, oh, cool. A, I didn't know that. Yeah. So imagine like a second crosshairs and it actually gives you the coordinates. So like I'm looking at 958 by 966. Mm-hmm. So I know the exact pixel that I'm clicking. And then it shows me like which, like how big that pixel is. So if I wanted to get, you know, what a 1080 by like nine, whatever, I'm blanking on the aspect ratios, but <laughs> if I want to get something particular, like, you know, I'm creating some text that needs to fit like 250 by 125, I can do that right on the fly. And I can even like, after I release my mouse, I can actually type in the specific dimensions that I want to. So I can get the 250 by 150 if I, if I wanted to. So I love that you're able to deep dive into that because I, I'm probably over anal about, especially in PowerPoints. And it's interesting as a sidebar working at Amazon, I haven't really had to use PowerPoints because we all, we write white papers. But anyways, I digress. Having that type of specificity with like the pixels and like getting it exactly right is like super important to me because I think that, you know, getting it visually right, even in your presentations is, is super key. But yeah, Jeff, did you have any favorite features of the tool back in the day when you used to use it? I think that... The things I used the most for Snagit was I create a lot of red boxes around stuff I needed to bring attention to. The arrow features were really great. And then I think the one thing that I used a ton of that I really wish other tools had was um, they had like sequence number bubbles. So you could be like, you can click on a screen and click one and then it would automatically change it to a two and you click on another part of the screen. Uh, and what that does is you can call out certain things and be like, oh, see uh item number one on the screen and then you Mm. can write a text description and item number two on the screen and it just calls out certain things instead of trying to be like oh create a red box and the red box means this thing and green box means that thing and you just run out of colors (laughs) um (laughs) so i i thought that the sequencing number thing was just brilliant and it was like i used to use it at a previous job to like write product specs and be like hey number one is we want the customer to do xyz and then number two they do this and that and then number three they do uh, this, that, and the other. And it was just way easier to communicate um, using sort of like asynchronous marked up screenshots than than trying to like use paint or some other like editor to do other things. It's totally. like mainly meant for markups and like quick things. I, I wouldn't say it's like as good as something like Figma uh, where you can do like complete creation at your fingertips, but it's just good. To, like if you have, if you want to like take a screenshot of something kind of similar to what you want and then take another screenshot and overlay it and uh, make a couple of changes. It's really, really easy to do. Totally. It's like rapid fire uh, markups. I think that's like the, yeah. the, the pithiest way I could describe what, what yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't know about the call. That's really cool. I think that, you know, some of my favorite features that really comes in handy, especially as I'm working with like, you know, 
outside of my com- people from outside of my company and external folks, mm-hmm. there's a there's a blur function, <laughs> so I can actually yeah. like put yeah. like a, a blur outside of like the stuff that you know I I don't want to share. Um, right. And even just, I like to blur things as well, even when I'm showing like leadership, because mm-hmm. it just helps focus on like, hey, like you kind of see what it is because it's blurred out, but just just focus on like this one fifth of the screen. And then the right. second last thing is that my favorite features is, which I think is super powerful and just how it raises the bar over the competition is the library. So you know, Snagit's always saving every single screenshot that you take rather and putting it into your library. So you can actually search by like, you know, by images, by videos, by GIFs, by recent captures, by month, by application. And I love that. So like I, I've come into like this, especially when I need to think back of like, oh, I remember I took a screenshot of something back that I needed to remember. I can quickly find it in my in my Snagit. So that's like a, a nice just history to have. Um, yeah. That you're just always having in the background. But that, that's Snagit in a nutshell. And I was kind of deep diving in there. And because I'm nerding out because I really like the product. I, there's mm-hmm. no surprise what my ranking will be, but we'll save that for later. But in terms of the business model, it's super interesting. I have purchased three perpetual licenses. By perpetual, I mean you buy it once and you never have to pay for it again, which is a rarity nowadays, which is interesting. Wait, um, you bought it three times? So isn't that ironic? Because then you bought... <laughs> You didn't really have it perpetually. You just was it just for like other work licenses or something? Yeah. So one was my personal laptop, one was my work laptop, and then uh-huh. the work laptop one, the version was so I think it was out of date. Like it didn't work with like mm. the next operating system of Windows, so I had to upgrade. So that's like why it was kind of like funny that I ended up paying a subscription essentially, but it was perpetual. Yeah. But I think it was like twenty or thirty dollars as a one time fee. I really can't remember. I actually had work expense it when I when I purchased it. But mm-hmm. now if you go to you know techsmith.com to purchase a Snagit license, it's sixty two sixty two ninety nine for a one time fee. And then you get one year free maintenance with that, which it feels like it's a kind of like a two year license. You're basically paying, you know, 30 ish bucks a year for it. And then every year after that, it's $12 and 60 cents per year because everyone does a subscription because, because why not? But for me, just thinking about that, it's like really interesting to to think about like the marginal cost, like is 1260, like how much it costs to keep snag its lights on. But anyways, so that, did they not actually do like a one-time license anymore? They only, they basically have this like uh, I won't call it tiered, but yeah, like you pay upfront for a lot and then like low renewal cost uh, model. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, $63 for the first year, the f- second year is free and then 1260 after that. Got it. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause I do think that I have um, like an old perpetual license from before, but it's probably like a really outdated version. I think you can upgrade it for $34.99. That's what I'm getting on a Google ad from Snagit. So that's one thing that I is super you know, not transparent to me at, yeah. least at, a, at a quick glance. Let me see, actually. So I have an older version of Snagit 12, which I have no idea what that actually... Oh, upgrade for $35. Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah, there you go. Maybe I should use this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm selling you back again, man. I know. You, you need a kickback here. Cool. We can talk really, really, really briefly about the history of the product. Um, this was a product created a long, long time ago. I honestly thought Snagit was newer than I um, had realized, but I guess it wasn't. So TechSmith was the company or is the company that, you know, is behind Snagit. And TechSmith was founded in 1987 by a guy named William Hamilton. And to kind of give you an idea about how long this company has been around, the company is now led by his daughter, Wendy Hamilton. So it's all in the family in terms of this particular business. They had first developed and launched Snagit um, by TechSmith in 1990. 
I can imagine that taking screenshots in 1990 and having some like dedicated software for it is probably like a really big deal because, um, and I'm really surprised that more people didn't know about it. Like you and I learned about it when we were working at Autodesk and we were putting together like demos or um, instructions and stuff like that. And that's where we find some value in it. And I, at the time I thought, oh, this is definitely like some scrappy side project that maybe like a college kid put together and uh like it's a really simple business model and they just kind of charge for this one service but i didn't realize that it had been around for this point like 30 something years (laughs) yeah Um, that's mind-blowing to see nuts right no totally man and yeah i I think i can't imagine like like what was even 1987 like what operating system of microsoft i'm trying to like picture the screen was it like I don't even like what, what version DOS? of Microsoft was it? Was it DOS? Did they even yeah. have screens? Like, was it just? I like, have no. Green, I have no idea. Yeah, was it just they were definitely text? before their time, you know. And totally. like, even the idea of like sharing stuff, like how do you even share screenshots? People didn't really use email at the time. There's no, you know, you can't like Slack somebody messages. Like, like what was the purpose of the screenshot at that time, right? So. I don't really know. And uh, yeah, I, I it, it does seem like they're ahead of their time. But unlike a lot of other people that were ahead of their time, they stayed afloat. Like we've talked about yeah. other companies that really got ahead like Skype and they kind of lost their competitive moat. But here, Snagit seems to still be useful. I wouldn't say like they're super well known. They're kind of one of those like flying under the radar companies that you and I happen to have used and really, really love. There's some of the people I've showed Snagit to, they're like, wow, this is great. I never realized I needed a dedicated you know screenshot markup tool but now that i have it it's it's incredible yeah totally i I feel like i get the same reaction from people too they're like how did you do that i'm like i feel like i'm I'm pitching it like like this whole episode has felt we're not sponsored by snagit this year but for this show but please sponsor us snagit but yeah it's it's really interesting to see just kind of like it feels like they've grown organically and i think the other product jeff that you were alluding to that TechSmith the company has built is this tool called Camtasia. And that's how I actually first found out about TechSmith. And I, I didn't realize that they also own Snagit. But mm-hmm. Camtasia is basically a, a screen recorder and video editor. I remember like during my Autodesk internship back in like 2011, <laughs> one of the other interns um, was using it. And I'm like, what is that? That's so cool. Because he was like recording his PowerPoint screen or not, not his PowerPoint screen, but he was recording something in like, you know, Autodesk Maya and just like annotating over it i'm like this is the coolest thing ever and your presentation is way bigger than mine and i'm not going to get the return offer uh, but I, <laughs> anyways I, th- I thought it was just fun but yeah very similar vein for what Snagit's doing static's more dynamic but it also has a video editing feature to it yeah we'll definitely have to talk about camtasia another time because it did make video editing and like annotating videos really really good and there's just something that TechSmith does like they think about sharing context very differently than some of these other companies when they talk about like screenshots which i don't know why but like they just make it easy for people to do like zoom in and zoom outs of of existing videos without much editing uh knowledge or know-how and yeah all that stuff has been and has been great so far totally cool well we can talk about who Snagit is for and it is for jeff and myself <laughs> mostly myself <laughs> now but <laughs> techsmith is definitely one of the smaller companies that we've 
you know, talked about on the show, another website called Aller.com, which I had not heard of. So take this with a grain of salt. If anyone from Snag is listening or sorry, TechSmith is listening, um, Aller estimates their annual revenue is anywhere from 25 to $100 million. So definitely a very big range of how much, in, you know, income that they're, mm-hmm. they're bringing in. But it, that actually doesn't surprise me given that, you know, your anecdotes are the same as mine, where it's like you tell someone like, oh, this is super cool, but you know, no one actually doesn't feel like it has that critical mass yet. So Jeff, do you think that they have opportunity to grow? Like, or do you think this is like, kind of like they found their niche and they're, they're going to stay there? Yeah, I think it's tough because I think the more likely thing is that other companies are going to just adopt some of the features that Snagit has and put it into their feature set. Like, I don't think it's that hard to create this like sequence number markup or to just make it really easy to like, build a workflow out of screenshots. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Apple one day does this with their screenshot where immediately when you take a screenshot, it pop up, pops up in a preview and you're able to like add some stuff really quickly. You see Apple do this all the time, actually. They kill businesses in like one annual conference and they launch all this cool stuff that like competes with some random industries. Totally. Uh, but they do it better. Uh, so I don't know exactly what's going to happen here. But, you know, I, I think Snagit right now has like probably one of the easier uh, screenshot capabilities but again like it's not i think my concern is around the the price point like a a company like figma offers way more at your fingertips maybe not as easy to use if you're just looking for markups but it's free to do like a couple projects so very likely you would you could download something like figma take a screenshot do all the editing that you want and then you don't have to pay a dime for it and it gives you more features in Snagit. so that's where i'm a little concerned is that like you almost say you almost have to ask yourself like okay what is the benefit of picking Snagit over a more robust and cheaper platform? The main answer is learning curve, right? Yep. Um, but you're paying for that learning curve, so it doesn't really make a lot of sense um, for for probably a lot of people. It, it feels like they're like it feels like their quote unquote moat isn't very large, you know. Like so, mm-hmm. like to your point, like Apple could do this, and Microsoft's already doing this. So Microsoft, with their most recent OS, has. A more advanced snipping tool. So if you press, I think Windows Shift S, you can open up the snipping tool, and it's something very similar. It's not quite like what I'm used to in Snagit with like getting the precision of like this is like the you know the pixel 978 to 943 and how how big you're going to be, but you can do some quick annotations and start immediately drawing on that on that snipping tool. But it's not clear to me if you get that history, which which I really like. I also like your point on Apple. I think is super salient because. They actually, Apple just announced, it's, you know, June 2022, Apple just announced a new buy now, pay later, buy now, pay later uh, function. So we did a firm in Klarna uh, as a buy now, pay later a couple episodes ago. And it's, I think it's interesting that Apple's getting into that space and kind of effectively killing all these ancillary businesses because you'll just, you know, be able to use Apple Pay for all of this. But yeah, I think it's a good segue though for for competitors. So what do you have for us, Jeff? Yeah. So there's a couple ones that come in mind. Again, I haven't I don't know all these too familiarly, um, but I think the one that I have heard of is actually Loom. Loom is more on the screen recording side. So think of, you know, the dynamic version of Snagit, uh, maybe more akin to Camtasia, where you can take screenshots of your workflow and then package that up and then send that really quickly to uh, to users. Um, I really liked that idea because I think Loom started as like an extension, like a browser extension. So a lot easier to install, a lot easier to maintain. Again, I think it's also free for a certain amount of like videos that you create, but kind of in the same in the same realm. And Loom is like a pretty recent 
tech company. So they, they have more product thinking mm. behind this and they're moving the product in probably like more swiftly making changes and Snagit is considering Snagit's like a 30 something year old product. Two other competitors are Droppler and Lightshot. I think they kind of do basically the same thing. I haven't used them, but just think of another like screenshot, quick markup type competitor. Yeah, no, it's really interesting too to think about like, especially as Microsoft or Apple starts to layer into this, like, you know, all these companies that you just mentioned, like Loom, Dropper, Lightshot, they're going to have to start getting exponentially better. Like they being TechSmith and Snagit has to be exponentially better for us to pay the $30 a year, you know, to, to, to really show that value that, that you're getting there. So definitely an uphill battle. Um, and curious to see what the future is. But I think it's interesting that TechSmith's been around for 35 years. So yeah. I think that's a, you know, a tailwind that they have. They they know how to survive. I do wonder how their um, revenue breaks down across their products. Like if Snagit is higher up there than, than Camtasia, like in terms of how much money they make the company. My guess is probably yes, because it's way cheaper than Camtasia. I think Camtasia was kind of pricey if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, Camtasia is like 300 bucks, I think, per year. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the other thing, too, is that more likely the reason why TechSmith is doing so well is because they have a pretty strong enterprise arm versus like some of these other screenshot tools like, you know, Apple and Windows, like built-in stuff isn't necessarily meant uh, for like mass use. Uh, you know, you might just as a single person use it and be okay with like a one-time thing. But I think TechSmith just does a lot of deals with big companies. Like I'm just kind of looking at their website right now and they're serving people at Apple, ironically, Microsoft, ironically, Amazon, <laughs> Google, Chase, 3M. And we know obviously Autodesk was a customer of theirs as well. So I think they're probably just like bringing in recurring revenue. They're already like, you know, yeah. approved partners, uh, approved vendors for some of these big companies. And that's why they're still using TechSmith slash Snagit slash uh, Camtasia. Yeah, the enterprise, it's just like a whole like episode worthy to, to dive into yeah. like, enterprise sales and just how like you could basically put out like, not, I'm not saying like I love Snagit, like right. you could basically sell garbage. And as long as you have the enterprise like sales channel, <laughs> and, like you're in, yeah. it's like, well, like this is what we have available on our system. So we have to buy it. It's It's insane. Cool. Let's shift gears into our thoughts. So for me, I think Snagit is really awesome. I think it's really easy to pick up and use. Everyone that I've shared it with, they're like, oh, I actually never realized I needed something like this. It makes my life a lot easier. And so I like definitely give them a ton of bonus points for like the the bear of entry or the learning curve. My main concern here is around price. Like I think that mm-hmm. if you're going to be using this all the time, great. I think the price point isn't that bad, but it doesn't make as much sense if you like there's kind of this sweet spot, right? Like you need enough features, but not enough to warrant maybe learning something like Figma. And then also, if you're in that kind of sweet spot, you usually don't want to pay as much because you feel like you're getting less for your money. And then Figma offers it for free for like a couple projects. So it makes a lot of sense to me that you can just be like, oh, it's it's cheaper for me to like pick up something like Figma and use it. What I do like, though, is that Snagit has a pretty competitive like annual subscription model you know, totally. for 60 bucks or whatever it is to buy, f- buy for an entire year, that's something I can get behind, like even as an individual user versus I'm sure Figma probably runs something along like a couple hundred bucks a year or something. You know, my guess is like 15 bucks a month is probably around where they charge for individual users. I have to double check that. And that's not enterprise pricing. Let me actually take a look right now. Yeah. So 12 bucks a month for Figma professional or 15, $15 a month a month. So kind of nail in the head there. Um, but um, yeah, I, I also want to chat about like things that I would do to maybe consider improving the product. So the first thing I, I, I was thinking about is that like Snagit is a traditional desktop application um, hmm. that you can kind of install. Like you can, you'd have to like open Snagit up to use. 
and then you have to like hotkey it to use. So it's kind of annoying to have this like overlay all the time. I think that they might do pretty well to maybe build like a browser extension as like a top of funnel play where you can download this extension for free. You can take screenshots within your browser um, and then those would like save to the web or something and you could like mark everything up in the browser. So you don't have to like download something. Barrier of entry is like a lot easier and then you can upsell people to like a desktop application, which is usually what people do. so that to me is like the one big thing I would change. And I, the reason why I say that, or the reason why I think it's a well-explored play is because this is what Loom did. Like they started, to my knowledge, they started as like a browser extension and their whole thing was like, you don't have to download something explicitly for this. And so, yeah, I think it just makes it a lot easier for people to like do something like this. And as computing power becomes more distributed as well, um, this is another bigger player. Like if you were on a Chromebook, Exactly. You might not want to, you know, download this really heavy application to take screenshots. But if it's (laughs) running in the browser, then it might be awesome and you can just do it that way. So I think I'm going to give Snagit like a 3.5. Like I don't think that it's like blowing me out of the water in terms of their pricing and their strategy. But the core thing that it does offer, it does pretty well. I'm just concerned that somebody else is going to come in and copy those exact same features and do it better. And it's to me, it's a matter of time. Yeah, I think I totally agree with you. And I think that's fascinating of the the browser base. I think that's it's super smart for them, uh, you know, option to, to pursue for exactly what you said of just like getting the word out there and getting people to try it. Um, one of my favorite mental models for thinking about products and how much to charge for them or how much customers are willing to pay for them is the withdrawal question of like, give it to them for a little while and then take it away. And, you know, like how painful is it for, for customers, you know, to, mm-hmm. to have this taken away and for me, like I've gone through that like a couple times when I switched operating systems on my personal computer and I was using the previous, I think Snagit 12 or, or Snagit 13 that I was using. I was like, I I'm, I just need to upgrade because it's just so painful to not have this and to go back to the days of like pressing print screen and then opening up Microsoft Paint and doing all of that stuff. And so I'm going to definitely differ from you a lot on this, just looking outside of the strategy aspect and just like the pure like... Mm-hmm. you know, snag it as a product and 4.5 for me, I think it's just helped save me so much time to just quickly convey information, especially when I, you know, was working on my last product of trying to come up with a user flow that had like 180 different screens. I was trying to talk to the software engineering team, basically asynchronously via Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Jira and Confluence, but basically a whole suite of project management tools for folks that aren't familiar with Jira. But it was so helpful to just like point at something and just redline, put a box over it and say, this is what we need to change. And it was just super clear. And I just love how exact you can get with it super quickly. I think it's just like the perfect balance of speed, but also like precision. So yeah, super interesting. But I, I Jeff, I absolutely love your idea with the top of funnel. So snag it, please take that and please keep hey. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, those are our thoughts on Snagit, and we'd love to hear from you, our audience. We love all the engagement. We love folks that reach out to us. We love the DMs on Instagram, on, on Twitter, even the emails. So, And also like word of mouth is super good, too. I love getting a, a text. Thanks for everyone that's, uh, this, that's listening out there. But you can find us at Products Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at P-R-O-D-E-X Podcast. Yeah, and if you like the show, be sure to like us and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, etc., Um, leave a review. Those help us a ton. And let us know what products we should review next. See you next episode.